Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. of the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we will get into makeup, hair weaves, nails, all that good stuff for women, and um, I guess we kind of have to discuss it for guys too these days. That's coming up in just a minute, but um, let me explain to all of you who may be new to T2Q just how things work around here. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, 
the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 696 out of 750 starts right after a word from one of my supporters. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. All right, my thanks to The Crystal Show for being down by law with T2Q. Go to thecrystalshow.com to hear her podcast, read her blog, uh, check out her books, and everything else related to Crystal. All right, also I want to mention a uh, another um, a sponsor tonight. By the name of Kaya, I will be playing her song uh, probably at the top of the hour. Her song is called Games. And if you want to learn more about her, check her out on Instagram. Um, you can find her under Kaya Music, K-A-I-Y-A Music. She's on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Kaya Music New York. And that's K-A-Y, excuse me, K-A-I-Y-A Music N-Y. And uh, check her out, but I will be playing her at the top of the hour in her show, Games. 347-202-0215 is the number. T2Q. No experts, just opinions. All right, so you see a ton of videos on social media about applying makeup and adding new styles of weaves, wigs, all that good stuff. Billion-dollar industries, right? Okay, they've grown a lot over the last decades. Uh, last decade, and we've we've seen women, you know, go from everyday women to industry models, you know, which is the intention. What's the driving force behind that? Okay, you know, what are the women going to gain for it? You know, we'll ask any of the women who call in tonight. Also, we're now seeing men taking advantage of cosmetic enhancement procedures, from filling in bald spots to. Um, Installing beards, you know, how do women feel about this? Are they okay with guys trying to improve their looks? So we'll get into that tonight as as well. But first thing I need to do in order to get started is go to the phone lines to the 517 area code to the Motor City of Detroit. You wish you was just another nigga on the What's going on, Chris? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing this evening? Pretty good. Good. Glad to have you on. And I will go to the 850 area code. To the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. To welcome on the man in black, making his way to the ring, Buck. What's going on, Buck? How's everything going down there? What up, what up? How's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. Everything's cool. Everything's copacetic. Hey, what's going on? All right. And anybody else wants to join in? 347-202-0215. Press 1 on your dial pad, and that will place you into the host queue. Shouts out to LaChiqua out there in Houston taking a listen. And let's go ahead and get to it. So 
Uh, Crystal, I'll start with you. In your opinion, what is the driving force behind the makeup industry? You know, are women trying to, and I'm generalizing, but, you know, of course, uh, we know it's not all women, but are some women trying to attract men with this um, makeup hair craze? Are women trying to raise their confidence? Um, or is it something else? What do you think is the driving force behind makeup, 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 hair, hair, hair? <laughs> makeup, 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 hair, hair, hair. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I would say that for women, it has gone way beyond the whole. First of all, it's not about men. So let's get that straight. Women don't care. Okay. It's about looking good, feeling good about yourself, and it's about um, being in style. And, you know, I mean, get over it. <laughs> I mean, weaves came out back in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? So deal with it. And makeup was back before you guys were even conceived of, back in, you know, the Egyptian <laughs> world. So, I mean, right. it's, it's all about... Um, expressing yourself as a female and as a, a woman. So it has really nothing to do with impressing a guy. Because if it, actually, if it was, then half of the women, which maybe some of them, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and are, are about being natural and wearing afros and natural braids and all that shit. So, yeah, whatever. Whatever, okay. Whatever makes you feel good. So, not to put down my natural sisters, that's right. wonderful. But um, it's all about what makes you feel good, whatever that may be. Okay, and see, I'll be honest with you, and maybe Buck can relate because um, I don't know. He may be a little more evolved than I am, but like when people say. They do things to make themselves, you know, or they wear certain things to make themselves feel good. Like, for example, if I wear whatever my favorite outfit is that I know what I feel like I look my best in or enhances whatever it is I'm trying to enhance as far as my look, um, I feel that I feel that confidence because I feel like it's something that can attract a woman. Okay, so that's where my – and that's, you know, maybe just how some guys work. But is there a way you can kind of explain to me, you know, under evolved guy, like how you can do something that makes you feel good about yourself without it having anything to do with someone else? Because in all honesty, if no one else looked at a man, I'm not sure if they would care what they look like. I'm sorry, I was going back to you on that, Crystal. I'm sorry. Crystal? What were you saying? I thought you were going to bus. I'm sorry. I kind of was. I kind of backtracked a little bit. I'm sorry. Uh, can you just help me, you know, can you explain to me, like, how is it that someone can do something to feel better about themselves, knowing that, like, for example, if a can mm-hmm. a person wear makeup and have their hair looking nice and never leave their house, and still feel good about themselves? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because we're the ones who have to look in the mirror and see ourselves. I mean, all of it is based on how we perceive ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, and even the how other people react to us goes back to how we perceive ourselves. So, yes, absolutely. I mean, I um, I there are days, you know, like Saturdays, Sundays, whatever, where I may just have on my regular clothes, my comfortable clothes, and I may not put on makeup or whatever. And then I go by the mirror, as you, we tend to do, and I go, oh, my God. <laughs> Who the hell is that? So I <laughs> I may put, I may actually put on foundation and my whole makeup garb. And I then after I do that, even though it's ridiculous because it's just me and maybe just, you know, my loved ones who see me, and I, but I still feel good about myself. I still feel like, well, they're saying, damn, Mom, Mom is great. She looks, she looks great. She's pretty. Or, hey, you know, my my um, girlfriend's mother is hot. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's like, oh, oh, you know, hey, whatever I can get. So, you know, so I, I do that anyway. But you do it because of yourself. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And um, let's see on Facebook, Gwen chimed in from Mississippi. And um, as far as why she wears makeup um, and hair and things of that nature, I wear it because I feel better about myself when I'm fully dressed. If you see me out on a weekday without makeup, I'm either sick or off of work. Um, And if I'm either of those things, I'm probably not leaving the house. Okay. So, um, but what do you think, in your opinion, from a man, is the driving force behind this makeup, hair, nails craze, or like I said earlier, makeup, 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 hair, hair, hair? Yeah, I just think that you know, there's a there's a preconceived notion on how people are supposed to supposed to look, and you know, since there's so much surgery. Um, there's something. Everybody has something that they don't like about themselves. Okay, but what it is is, it, you know, everybody has. It's a preconceived notion that society has put out there that you got to look like, and it's so much out there. It's to the point now where you know just about everybody is trying to take a look at something to make themselves look younger, stay looking younger, longer. And those type of things, and I mean, you. I mean, if you if you can't sleep at night, and you have, you know, you have, don't, you know, if you're watching cable, if you don't have cable, and you see these infomercials, there's there's an infomercial on every kind of, you know, latest and greatest trick, or, you know, some kind of miracle thing that's gonna make you look better, make you feel better, younger, and all this other stuff. And when you watch that stuff on a consistent basis. Then you start believing, hey, maybe something is wrong. Maybe I need to go ahead and correct it to make myself look better or whatever. And or you're trying to impress somebody, somebody else other than who you should be trying to impress in the first place. I mean, it just it's too it's a whole lot of that mess out there, and it's just it's incredible to see how much it is, and it's gotten a little bit more affordable over the years as well. 
And I, I just think that, you know, people are putting too much emphasis on the wrong thing. Um, you know, sometimes you just sometimes there's nothing wrong to begin with and once you start making yourself, you know, changing yourself, you know, sometimes you make yourself look worse than what you did before you got started. So Yeah, when you know, we've all all seen horror stories, especially in Hollywood, how some of these people don't even look like them same, their same selves, you know, before they got started, and it's just getting progressively worse. And I mean, I mean, we can we can talk about Michael Jackson. He went from black to white, you know, big nose to little nose. I mean, his nose so little he could barely breathe through that time. Bit. So I mean, just all kinds of this silliness that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I think I think both of you are right as far as what's driving everything. Um, I just don't know which one is the majority. I don't know if it's a majority of women who actually um, just want to look good for themselves compared to some who may be trying to look good for others. But uh, whatever the reason, it's definitely growing. And so, Crystal, all right, here's a, a question for you, a personal question. I mean, how long does it take you to do your hair and makeup before, like, leaving to work every day? Um, sorry. It takes, yeah, I'm here. It takes about, um, for me, about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, depending. Okay. And that includes hair, um, makeup, and um, finishing touches, which, you know, Include clothes or whatever. Like a buff or shine or what we well, talking about? Okay, first you have to okay, <laughs> first you have to do the makeup first, and then you do the hair, and um, and then and then it's the overall look to make sure that you haven't missed anything. Lower the Darth Just, Vader helmet on you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't watch Star Trek. I mean, I'm Star no, Wars. I do not. Star okay. Wars. Damn it, the fucking But yes, yeah, Star Wars. Yes, I do not watch that. It's All fine right. in its own right, but we, that's another show. All right. All right, <laughs> so 45 show. minutes to an, to an hour. Um, yeah. Buck, do you think um, women take too long? I mean, based on your experience, you've been married before. Man, I not hear Yeah, you kind of broke up on my end. It may be my phone. Repeat that. I said, do you think that women take too long? Like in your experience, how long does a woman take to get get ready to go to work on a daily basis? It depends on the lady. I mean, um, I know my ex-wife, it took her a little while because she had, you know, she was one of those ones that had that cup of coffee, had to have that cup of coffee. And if she didn't get the cup of coffee, then her whole day was screwed up. I mean, literally. But my current girlfriend doesn't drink coffee. It does not take her long to get ready. Um, she kind of prepares early. So she actually, you know, she gets her hair, once she does her hair and gets some other uh, other little things done, she tries to get prepared the night before. So it may take her 10 to 15 minutes to get ready, you know, not including the shower. You know, she just jump in the shower and everything. She's ready in 30 minutes, ready to rock and roll. So um, it just depends on the person because, you know, some people, and it really depends on how much makeup they want to put on, um, yeah. what kind of clothes they're wearing, um, you know, you know, is, are they working in a business setting versus maybe a casual setting. Um, and th- that's really going to determine how much, um, 
you know, how much they're going to, you know, put on or take or put off or take off or whatever. So that's really what what it comes down to. Okay. Hey, I know, like, uh, Christina Holding on Facebook from uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, said that it only takes her five minutes. She's natural. Um, but I, I know there are some people who every day it seems like they're preparing for a wedding or something. You know, it could take them a couple of hours. They're getting super, up super early, and other people, they don't have to do that much. And, um, you know, as guys, sometimes it, it, it bothers us. I guess if you have multiple bathrooms, if you care less. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's serious business behind it. You know, people want to make sure they get it right and make sure that everything's in place. Like Crystal said, you know, you, you do everything and you look at the finishing touches. But, at, at Crystal, at, at what age did you start learning how to apply makeup? You know, what do you think is the right age for girls? Well, the right age, excuse me, well, the right age um, is different from the answer of when did I do it. For myself, I started when I was, let's see, high school age, so about 15, um, 14, 15, um, in that age range, um, more likely 15, actually, after freshman year. And then, um, but as far as right age, I think once a girl gets, um, like I didn't allow my daughter to start applying makeup until she was 16. And, um, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, whether or not she did it once she got to school, I have no idea. But I, I said 16. So, so those are two different answers because for myself, I started earlier and I didn't perfect it until much later. Although some of my girlfriends were very perfected in their makeup. Um, one in particular was, she was amazing with her makeup. But so high school, you know, yeah, you start in high school to learn how to do it. And even then it wasn't, I mean, I don't want men to think that this is all about them. It really isn't. And I cannot stress this enough. I mean, you think it's about you because it seems like, oh, well, I want to be pretty because some some guy will think I'm pretty. But it was really not about them. It was about the art and the perfection of the makeup and everything. It really wasn't about the guys. Guys were secondary. They were like a... um, a byproduct of what, you know, like a side effect of what ended up happening because you looked a certain way or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it really, the art wasn't, or the work, rather, wasn't really about how guys perceived us. It was really about how we could do it and how we looked closer to the magazine or whatever than it was towards if a guy, because if we went by what guys said, then probably no woman would ever wear makeup, because men, first of all, didn't know what it took to wear makeup, and they were like, "Oh, you look fine with that, and whatever," because you know they lie, and um, and especially with black men, black men tend to think they should say things like, "Well, I like a woman natural. I like her to look a certain way," which is total bullshit. 
and they don't even realize it's bullshit, but it's total bullshit. And um, so we went by what they say and what, you know, if we were really going to just attract them only, then a lot of women would not wear makeup or would fix their hair or even wear certain types of clothes. So it's total bullshit. Okay. (laughs) And so, um, I mean, should someone, and this is still for you, Crystal, should someone teach girls how to apply makeup like, you know, a sister or a family friend, a cousin, a mom, or is it okay for them to learn on the Internet? Well, actually, on the Internet now, yeah, they could probably actually learn quite expertly on the Internet because there are plenty of YouTube videos that specifically, if you just type in how to apply eye makeup, how to apply blush, how to apply lipstick, how to whatever. Um, it's on there. So, yeah, you could literally put that in there and you can learn it on the web. Um, back in the day, I would say not necessarily to go to a friend or, a, you know, a family member, but to go to someone who actually knew what they were doing. You know, find someone who actually looked good and their makeup looked good and go, damn, how did you do that? And they would tell you how they did it. So you would you would need to find somebody. But now it's so much easier. You don't even have to talk to anybody. All you have to do is go on, online and type in what you want, what you are lacking in. I can't make my eyes look right. Or I can't put on mascara. Or how do I put on foundation right or whatever. Or how do I get the contoured look, which is, you know, really in right now, the contoured look or the eyebrows or Hell, how do I look like Kim Kardashian? You can put that in, and it will tell you how to do it. It's a it's a technique, and it is very specific. So, so yeah, you can just look online, and you can get everything you need. Okay. All right. So you're an advocate of it being okay to go online and figuring out that way. Um, and, Absolutely. I mean, as many online videos as they have, I guess that can be a good thing. Um I don't know how many bad videos that they have. But, uh, all right, Buck, let me ask you this, and I'll come back to Crystal. Uh, For you as a guy, you know, you're going out with someone new. She's always in her makeup and all that good stuff when you go out. At what point do you expect to kind of see her without her makeup? Like, how long do you think you have to be together before you start to wonder what does she look like under there? No, that's not something I've really thought about, but typically I can just go by what I, um, my experience has been. Typically, and, and that's not something that I've actually ever had to ask, but typically, um, I mean, second, third date, I pretty much have seen my lady without makeup. Um, my ex-wife, I, I think it took maybe, I think it was the second or third day she had, you know, I was able. I'd stop by the house or whatnot, and she didn't have any makeup on. My current, uh, my current girlfriend does not wear makeup. If almost at, if not at all. Uh, she wears a little bit around her eyes, mainly because she's actually allergic to it. But um, she really looks good without it. So um, she just does something around the eyes a little bit, and every once in a while she may do some lipstick every once in a while. But I've gotten so used to it without it, she actually looks better without it. So, um, 
I've always been one really to like prefer women to not, you know, not too much makeup because that, you know, I'd like to see that natural beauty versus them being, you know, painted up. And if you got a good good skin complexion and things of that nature, you really don't need that much in the first place, if you ask me personally. But, I mean, every, every woman's different. But, like I said, the one I date now doesn't wear hardly any makeup, and I, I love every minute of that. Okay. Crystal, do women going into it um, with some sort of game plan as far as when you're going to just be yourself around a guy? Like, I know with some women is maybe after the first time they sleep together or with other women, you know, I don't know if they plan it or not. You know, maybe they go swimming and that's the first time he sees her. I mean, is that even in your mind? Well, you know, it is kind of in our minds, um, I think. I would say that a lot of times with women, it's really when we feel the most comfortable with the guy. It's, it's all about how he makes us feel. If, um, and not so much that he makes us feel good enough where we can be ourselves, because a lot of times the makeup is ourselves. So it's mm. whether or not he can appreciate the makeup and appreciate oh, appreciate how we look on the outside and appreciate how we are when we're not wearing makeup, when we wake up in the morning, you know, or whatever. Um, that's that's what I have found. Which ones make us feel or make me feel where I don't have to put on the makeup or whatever? And, yeah, I've been told, you know, you look just as beautiful or if not more beautiful without the makeup. That doesn't stop me from putting on makeup, okay? Right. Um, it just go well, thank you very much, okay? No, just a second. I need an hour to get going here. Um, but that has nothing to do, like I said, because, again, it doesn't have anything to do with him. But um, but it's nice that he says that, you know, super nice that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, he actually thinks I'm, you know, still gorgeous or whatever, and it's probably because he's, you know, half asleep or something. But, you know, whatever. You know, and I think that for women, for the women who don't wear makeup, they already attracted the man because she doesn't wear makeup, because he saw her without the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he was actually already attracted. So it's like, okay, um, whatever. I mean, I think if I, I saw a guy and he was actually attracted to me without the makeup, I'm like, okay, what's going on with him? Let's just find out what's oh, going wow. on with this guy. I mean, not, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, because it's like, but no, because it's like, you know, is that the type of woman he he's into? Because if that's the case, then I'm not the one for him. Because right. he taught me not in who I truly am. So, mm-hmm. you know, he taught me at the grocery store. He taught me wherever at work or whatever, God knows. Uh, <laughs> then, you know, then, yeah, it's like, hmm. Okay, would he really be interested in who I truly am? And vice versa. If he saw me all made up, quote unquote, and then, you know, he saw me regular, would he really be interested? So, you know, those are all things that, you know, we think about. But um, I think a lot of men say that, though. They do say that, uh, that, you know, I like you better without the makeup. And I think that, I think that has to do with, and this is just my opinion, but I think that has a little bit to do with their own insecurities um, in actuality. They want someone who's more closer to their level. Because I've, I've heard many men say things like, well, 
she looks this way, she dresses this way, so I can't afford her or she's not the type of woman that I would be interested in because she looks like she's too sparkly or too whatever, you know, um, or she looks a certain way. So we wouldn't mesh or, you know. So I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, I um, personally, I, I would never tell a woman that she looks better without makeup. I mean, of course, I, I would tell her that she looks nice, you know, when she's not wearing it, but I wouldn't compare it, like, to the makeup or anything because, to me, that's just a bonus, you know, because I think most guys, when they finally see a woman without her makeup and she looks good, you kind of exhale, like, you know, because there are some times you can, you know, get some surprises. And um, so I think that most guys, and for the guys out there, you know, you probably shouldn't say anything uh, regarding, you know, why I think you look better than you do now than you do with makeup. Just tell her she looks good and be, you know, and be happy that you have someone who's versatile uh, when it comes to that. Now, uh, let's see. Shamika Michelle chimed in from North Carolina on Twitter. She's the author of the book, Keep It Naked. And when I asked about when is it okay to see you for your man to see you without makeup for the first time. She says, I wouldn't settle down with any of these trolls until I saw them barefaced. Wow. Wow. Okay. Shamika's going in. But uh, let's see. Crystal, why do you think some women shame others for not wearing makeup? Because I've actually seen that happen. Well, you know what? I really do think that it has a lot to do with, um, the culture and society and um, they are playing off of that similar to how some women play off of the fact that well guys like women with big boobs or big asses um, so I'm going to go get a boob job I'm going to go get my ass done or whatever I think the same thing happens to women who decide to be completely natural they're playing off of that they're playing off of society um, and saying, well, I need to, I'm going to be all natural. I'm not going to wear any makeup. I'm going to wear my hair natural. I'm going to wear whatever. I'm going to dress this way, you know, very bohemian, very 1970s, 1960s or whatever. Um, so to prove that I am down, that I am just a regular person, you know, similar to what's going on um, with, uh, what's her name? I got it. I lost her train of thought there with her name. Okay. Um, oh, God. Okay. Oh, it'll come back. But anyway, with the whole no makeup thing, you know, it's yeah. like, really? You know? <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine if it's who you actually are. But I think a lot of it has to do with political. I'm a true black woman. Well, I'm a real woman. So therefore, I'm gonna I'm gonna be natural. And if that's who you truly are, then fine, good, yeah, be who you are. I am always an opponent for people being exactly who they truly are, whatever that may be. But I'm not an opponent for people who are trying to change themselves in order to say, look, look at me, I'm this. So look at me, I'm that. Um, 
And I think a lot of the people, whether you're on the makeup side, weave side, or whether you're on the whole kick of Afrocentric side or natural side, I think some of those people are just doing it because they were trying to prove something. And um, it's not really real. So I think, and, and again, do we really, are we truly honest with ourselves about who we really are? Right. And I think half the time, it's no, we're not. We're just trying to impress whatever group of people we want to be around. So. Okay. Okay. Very good. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Halfway through the discussion about weaves and makeup and all those other type of cosmetic enhancers uh, that we may come across. And um, let's see. So, well, Buck, I need you to be patient with me because I do have a couple other questions for Crystal because I really want to kind of educate myself on this as well as the guys. I, I really want, I mean, you know, a lot of my listeners are uh, guys early to mid-30s, and I really want to hit home with them, especially those of African-American descent, because I think we all can benefit from learning why women do some of the things they do when it comes to makeup and hair and, you know, you know, so that way we're not giving them a hard time unfairly. Um, but Crystal, can you kind of just briefly explain why women who may have what most people perceive as good hair will still wear a weave or an extension? Well, um, and Alicia Keys is who I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Came to me. Yeah, the voice. Anyway, right, with a no makeup thing. Um, well, regarding the weave, And what was the specific question again? I'm sorry. I mean, why do some people who who are perceived to have good hair or, oh, you know, light, nice hair or somewhat you know, mm-hmm. long hair, why do they still choose to wear weaves or extensions or whatever? Um, okay. Thickness. Because of, you know, you want to have the full body hair. Um, you may have long hair um, or whatever, and or, you know, um, straighter hair or whatever is quote-unquote good hair. But you may not have any thickness of volume in your hair, you know. Okay. So, therefore, you want to be have a more fuller head of hair to look more dramatic. Um, and thin hair is never a good thing um, as far as – because that's something that, you know, most women try – to, um, you know, with their shampoos or with whatever or with teasing their hair. Um, They may try to make it look thicker than what it actually is because thicker just looks better. It looks more healthy. It just looks better as far as the style. So um, that's why. That's why you do it. You look more dramatic. And to look longer and have longer hair. Just because you have, you know, and there's, you know, a lot of um, black guys, and maybe they're getting the... um, the realization today, a lot of white girls and Latino and other and other girls besides black wear weaves or wear extensions of some kind because right. it makes your hair fuller. 
and it adds uh, more interest to the hair. So they, or maybe give it a little more length, you know, to the hair because there's some styles that have been out for the last few years that adds a lot of length to the hair to bring it down past the shoulders, you know, so you can bring it to the front and have it still in the back and all that. That's that's why you have the extensions, even though you have, you know, quote-unquote wavy hair, naturally wavy or straight hair. So that's why you do that, because a lot of the time you, you don't naturally have that, but it's more interesting looking. So that's why. Again, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with me creating the style I'm trying to achieve. And what what planning, I guess, goes into shopping for these items? And the, the reason I ask is because, I mean, of course, quality makes a huge difference. And when it comes to makeup, this stuff is going on your skin, you know. So I guess you have to be careful of anything you put on your skin. Your skin is largest organ on your body. Um, do people put in the necessary planning when it goes into shopping for these items? Well, people who are really serious about their makeup and about their skin and um, maintaining, uh, you know, their uh, their healthiness of their skin, the moisturizing their skin and all that, so, and to look, continue to look as young as possible and to not make that worse as you get older. Um, those people do take time to research and to learn more about what they're putting on their skin as well as in their bodies. So that is um, that is something for those types of people. Now, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who really don't do the research. They don't do the work. They don't care about it as much, obviously. So they don't, you know, look it up and find out what should I be wearing? What what should I be wearing instead of wearing makeup that makes me look cakey, you know, look like I'm actually yeah. wearing makeup? Because the idea of makeup is to look like you're not wearing makeup. It's to look like your skin is clear and, and healthy and, you know, it doesn't have a lot of pores. That's, only, that's the only purpose of makeup. Is, is really to make your skin look fresh and alive. Um, and then, you you know, you add color, of course, for your lips or rouge, yeah. you know, that, that type of thing, or, your, of course, your eyes. But um, but everything else should look as natural as possible. Is it, is it I just woke up like this. <laughs> I woke up <laughs> like this. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's the goal. I mean, cause I've, I've seen women who – like from a distance, actually look kind of grayish in the face. Like the way the light mm-hmm. hits them, they almost look grayish in the face. And normally when you right. get up close, you realize like it's maybe it's too much makeup or maybe it's not the right shade or something like that. And right. um, I mean, I've seen a lot of people who just essentially don't know what they're doing. But um, Well, okay. And you have to realize there are certain makeup applications that you use for different um, lighting. Now, if you're going to a, um, this is what happens a lot of times, you know, when you see celebrities or whatever on the carpet and they're caught in a very bad lighting and it looks horrible, it 
because they're trying to make themselves look good with a flash, okay? And so okay. this is this is someone who is inexperienced doing this. That's why it's always great if you're going to be on the red carpet, quote-unquote, that you have an actual makeup artist do you, a real makeup artist, not your cousin who knows a lot about makeup, no, a makeup artist who knows what they're doing and knows about lighting and, right. and all of that. And the differences between switching between the two, because you're not going to be, it's not going to be an overhead lighting in front of you all the time. So, so that's what happens. They put on their makeup as if they are in front of that camera flash or whatever. But then when they are regular walking around, they look, it looks horrible. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Oh my God. Right. So that's, that's what happens. People who don't really know. And again, that goes with research. You can learn these things. It takes time and experience of learning how to do it correctly. But if you have the money and if you're going to an event, I would say spend the money on someone who knows what they're doing. You can, you know, put the makeup on for you and, you know, can blend into the lighting of wherever you are. So I think that's what happens a lot of times. They just don't know how to do that. Oh, they don't think about it. They don't know to not think about it, I guess. So. And that's probably true. Um, I, I mean, because you're going to look different in different types of lighting. I remember hearing stories about Oprah Winfrey being really instrumental in um, lighting when it came to black black people as opposed to white people on TV. I don't know how true it is, but I heard that she was kind of instrumental in changing lighting because it was making black people look kind of grayish or something on TV and I don't know. Well, she's probably her. doing that for herself because she happens to be black. So. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, but back to you, man. Um, okay. I know you say that your your lady doesn't wear makeup, but I mean, how do you feel about women who go the extra mile with the makeup, the extensions, and all that stuff? I mean, are you appreciative of it, or is it too much for you? Well, it depends. I mean, I'm appreciative to it. If you know, if that's something that she's into, and she, you know. She feels confident, and it makes her feel more confident, more sexy, whatever. I'm into that. Um, but some women actually take it overboard. I mean, I've also seen women where they take it overboard to the point to where I don't think any woman needs to wear enough makeup to the point to where it comes off on their clothes or it changes their complexion to they are darker or lighter color than what they actually are. Um, that's a problem. <laughs> so, but, um, I mean, as far, you know, every woman, like I said, every woman is different. And if they feel that, you know, wearing makeup and so forth makes them feel more sexy or whatnot, then, then she feels better by, you know, wearing it for whoever it may be. I, you know, I'm cool with it. Um, but, you know, we've all seen instances. Right? Tammy Faye Baker is probably the, probably the best example of taking it way too far. When you can carve your, you can put your finger on her face and carve your name in it. That's too much makeup. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and that's you know that's a problem. You know when you're, you know, getting makeup on your collar on your shirt, you got too much makeup on. Um. So, but like I said, everybody has their own way of doing things, and I don't knock a woman if that's what you know if that's what they're into. I'm cool with that. You know, that's not gonna. You know, it's not it's not a deal breaker for me, you know, so 
Okay. And uh, very good, sir. And Crystal, is it ever appropriate to ask a lady, you know, if her hair is real, if her nails nails are real, eyelashes, or I mean, not someone you know, but someone you might know a little bit, or maybe not, not maybe not know at all. I mean, is that ever appropriate? Not really. No, it's not appropriate. The only Even time I would say, I'm sorry. Even if it's an, out of admiration? Only time it's appropriate or any time I feel okay about talking about that as far as, you know, okay with the question is if it's a person who I know is probably wearing a weave or a wig or whatever or has worn or whatever, and they're just trying to get tips. Like, where did you buy that? Where did you get that? Or, oh, my God, that looks great. It's, you know. That's different. So, in other words, basically another woman. Um, I don't take offense anymore uh, when it comes to women of other races, a.k.a. white, um, who don't know um, that this is not your hair. I get that all the time for me because I wear, you know, I don't wear weaves. I wear wigs. But um, I get that all the time from mainly white women who say, Oh my God, that's not your hair, <laughs> right? You know, because I may say something like, "Oh damn, time for a new wig," but uh, they may sure. say, "Oh my God, that's not your hair," and so it's like, uh, no. <laughs> so I talk about it, but because uh, I'm not ashamed of it. But um, for uh, other women who probably wear hair, or even white women who, like I said before, who wear extensions or whatever, they are not. They probably won't ask you, or if they do, they'll go, you know what, I like your hairstyle, you know. Oh, my God. You know, so, you know, you know that, though. You know, you kind of know, yeah, they're probably wearing a wig or wearing a weave, or they look very glamorous, so they probably, at least, even if they're not wearing a wig, you know that they appreciate the fact that you wear extensions or weave or clip-ons or whatever you're doing. Um or just having your hair big, you know, whatever. So so those type of women know you don't care about that. But for a man, <laughs> that's a deal-breaker, motherfucker. You don't ask me about my hair. And first of all, if you, and it's not just if you don't ask me, it's how you ask me. Because black men especially, I don't really fault white men as much, or other men of other races more than black men. Because a black man... You should know damn fucking well by now, since the 1980s, if you don't know by now that your girl, the one you're looking at across the room or whatever, is probably wearing a wig or not or whatever, if you have an issue with that, then you need to leave her alone. You know, because to to come up and say, is that your real hair or whatever, you know, however you say it, I mean, it's like, you know the damn well it's not my real hair, okay? So why are we having this conversation? So I don't give them much leeway because they know. Because nine times out of ten, if they're saying that or asking you, it's because they're trying to start some shit. They're trying to insult you, you know, by saying, of course it's not your real hair, you know? you know, And, and it's a whole thing. It's a, whole, it's a black thing. It really is. It's just one of those things added to the colorism thing. It's all of that. It's all of that put together. 
So that's why I don't um, really take kindly <laughs> to that type of talk, you know, when it comes to black men, because I know they're, they're just literally trying to start some shit. Now, if someone from another race, probably white only, do I give them a pass and explain, you know, okay, yeah, this is whatever. Because they may not, they literally may not know. Right. But someone who is Latino, black, you know, whatever, you know, I'm like, mm, motherfucker, you know damn well what's going on here. So don't even trip. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a deal breaker, actually. Because they are trying. They're trying to insult you. And I've heard so many men, black men, who literally insult you because of that. And they put you into whatever category. And, you know, I'm like, good. Hey, that's fine. That just means that's me where and I we're going to be together. That's where I was going next with Buck. Buck, do you categorize certain people based on their look, like when it comes to weave or makeup? Like if a woman is, like, really made up, I mean, from head to toe, the fake nails, fake lashes, fake hair, do you look at her differently than someone else? Actually, um, I mean, it, some it, it to me it, it's not attractive if you got too much of that on. I mean, I like I like this, a lady to be more you know to be real, and you know you don't have to say anything to her if that's the what you know that's what she's like. That's what she like. That's fine. But to me, it's a turnoff when you got too you know when you know when you got to add the extensions and all that. I can understand if you're doing it for a special event, a wedding, or something like that. But there's a lot of women that just go out there and they do that on a, on a consistent basis. And to me, you know, I want to see a real woman. I don't I don't need to see all the, the excess stuff. But to me, it's a turnoff. And I won't even talk to them if they got that much stuff on. Um, and, and that's why much, those black guys just go out with white women, which they do. So. No, I, yeah, I, no, it doesn't have anything to do with black, white, Chinese, Indian, Asian. It does, you can pretty much and tell. you know it. To oh, me, whatever. No, not to me. Um, I mean, because I've seen that there was a white lady that, that I used to. There was a white lady that I worked with, and she had she wore extensions all the time. Had the fake fake nails and all that, and she felt comfortable with it. She had extensions all the way down her back, all the way down to her, past her the back of her knees, and everybody knew that it was it was fake hair. It wasn't the real thing. So, in, in to, but she had been in accidents and things of that like nature, and she actually had some of her hair ripped out. That was a, and it wouldn't grow back. So she had to wear extensions to kind of keep herself, you know, keep herself looking more like a lady than than not so much. But to me, to me, you know, it, you know, that's what that's what floats your boat. That's fine. But you know, I typically don't talk to them. I don't care what color they are. They got that much, you know. If you can pretty much tell whether they're wearing extensions or and whatever, you know, it's just not. So, I like a more natural woman. So I guess you wouldn't like a woman who didn't have a leg and who wore a prosthesis. So that would be horrible for you. Oh too. no, that doesn't matter. Um, you know, that's 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 she said she told you. She said that no. she had she had an injury, or she you know she, she her hair was gone, so that's why she wore the wig. So that would be that that's an issue though, doesn't you just know? It it depends on. There's an exception to every rule. We all know that. 
you know, I'm not a, I'm not not attracted to somebody that, a woman that has a prosthesis or anything like that. I understand that, you know. And it, to me, a woman that treats me with the respect, I don't care what color they are, that does not matter to me. But for me, if I'm single and I'm out, you know, looking for someone, and they appear to me, regardless of color, whether they're wearing too much too much of that stuff, I'm not. Attracted to them. I like a more natural woman. That's the way. That's just me. And it doesn't matter. And that's black, why black. I always tell black women, you need to expand yourself, because black men are a lost cause. No, I don't think so. I mean, everybody got their own style and their own taste, and I don't knock anybody's taste or anybody's style or anything. But what flows from my boat is somebody that's a little bit more natural, that you know, you know, that knows how to take care of himself, regardless. Or, but just doesn't wear as much makeup, and you know, I don't, I don't knock women that have fake fingernails. You know, that that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if it's too much of it, to the point to where it's all over, then you know, I just tend not to talk to those. That's all. See, like for me, Crystal, um, is not what she's wearing. As much as it is quality, like if she's well, wearing, she wearing if she's wearing um, a wig that if you get too close to an open flame, it's a problem. Or if her eyelashes are so big that every time she blinks, she dirties up her glasses, you know, her eyeglasses or, you know, I, I think when it when it comes to things like that, that's when I look at someone and I say, OK, maybe it's a too, it's too much. Um you know, like of her fingernails maybe four inches long or something like that. And that's just a personal preference for me. But if it looks nice, um, then I really don't care personally as long as it looks good. Because I've seen some people um, who, I mean, do wonders with makeup, you know, and they look really, really good the way they, you know, fill in the eyebrows. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a, a lady that I know who her eyebrows are just thin. I've seen her about makeup. Her eyebrows are really thin. But she fills them in. They look really nice. It really enhances her look um, and things of that nature. So my thing is I don't mind weave or eyelashes or whatever the case may be as long as it looks good, as long as it's applied properly, I guess, and it's good quality. And I guess I want to ask That's you this. Way of I guess I want to ask you yeah, I mean, how important is choosing the stylist? Because to me, like as a guy back in the day when I had hair, um, you know, I had the same barber for over 20 something years because I liked what he did for my hair. And after he retired, I had to shop around to find someone who could do the same with my hair. So how important is finding the right stylist for you? Because it doesn't do any good to have um, expensive weave and really nice this and really nice that if you don't have someone that can put it on properly, right? So how do you go about finding that right one? Well, you know, it is hard. I mean, you know, I mean, just like you were saying, I mean, you have someone for so long. I mean, finding a right stylist is almost the equivalent of finding the right spouse, you know, the right mate. Right. Because it is about not only what they can do, you can find someone who can do 
um, hair really, really well, whatever they, ex, you know, their expertise is in. But you, I mean, you may not get along with them. You may not like the way they run their salon. You may not like a lot of things. So it is so many different levels than just the hair or the expertise part. So, um, and you know what? And also nowadays, like, like I was saying before, there are so many ways that you can really learn this stuff yourself instead of spending so much money on a stylist. You can do this yourself. I mean, there are things that literally you need a stylist to do. You know, we all know what those things are, like sometimes like braiding hair or um, a certain type of weaves because there's so many different types um, or types of styles. So, I mean, there are things that literally you need a professional to do. But there are many things that you could just do yourself. You know, you don't even need anybody to do. But, again, like I was saying before, it takes work. It takes um, research. It takes you putting in the hours or whatever to search and, and learn and then, you know, try it and do it again and make sure it's the way you want or whatever. Just like, for instance, um, you buy a wig out of the box from wherever you buy it from, you know, however, you're going to have to, you can't just plop that wig on your head and decide, okay, this is great. No, 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 no. You're going to have to cut it. You're going to have to style it. You're going to have to fix it. You're going to have to do a lot of things to it. Some people know how to do that. Some people don't. They have to take it to a stylist in order to do. So there's more than just one way of doing things. Um you know, but again, it's up to you. It's what what style do you want? What are you trying to achieve in your look? Right. Um, and again, I am not downing women who wear a natural hair. I believe natural hair is beautiful. It's great. You know, um, my only thing is is always is intent. What is your true intent on wearing either natural hair or weaved hair? Uh, I don't like weave hair that literally looks like it's weave, like it's no way possible that hair could have grown out of your head. Personally, I don't like that. But there are a lot of styles today that are like that. They, you know, wear certain colors that aren't real in nature. (laughs) Um, But it's cool, you know. It's, it's, you know, what's in right now. It's trending. Um, Purple, blue, (laughs) you know. Um, and then there are styles that look like you just walked off the runway at the hair show. But people wear them for regular everyday wear. It's like, whoa. <laughs> you know? So, but that's their, you know, their thing. But so I, my whole thing is be you. Whatever that is, whether it's pink hair spiked or whether it is your natural fro, you know, whatever that is. Uh, be yourself, be you and as far as relationships are concerned find that person who accepts you for exactly mm-hmm. who you are whether it's natural in your your short fro or whether it is weaved you know, all the way you know, Shaka Khan you know, or Beyonce now Shaka Khan is now Beyonce as far as that right. is concerned so whatever that is find that person who accepts you you for exactly who you are. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 
Very good, ma'am. I appreciate that, that, that crystal service announcement. Um, I'm going to take a break and um, let everyone stretch the vocal cords, get a little water or whatever. And um, on the other side, we'll discuss, <clears throat> I have a question about men and cosmetic en- enhancements, and then we'll get ready to wrap the show up. But I want to go ahead and take a quick break and go ahead and let you check out Kaya and the song Games. Now, Kaya was born in the Ukraine in 1992 to a non-musical family. She had a desire to sing since she was fifth, four years old. Um, she tried to get roles for plays and convince her family that one day she would be a singer. However, she went from being a dancer to a model in Paris, Tokyo, London, and finally New York. But being in New York gave her a chance to return to music. And now her childhood dream is a reality as of April the 7th. Her debut single, Games, dropped. So tonight, um, I'll go ahead and feature this song. Here is Kaya with Games. You can check her out on Facebook under Kaya Music NY, K-A-I-Y-A Music NY. On Instagram under Kaya Music. And you can catch her on Twitter at Info Kaya. But here is Kaya with Games, and we'll be back on the other side with a few more questions and wrapping up the show.
Hi, I'm Lady Estrogen of LadyE.me, and you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. things up, but I do have um, a question for, for, for Buck and Crystal. And um, Buck, is it off a lot, if it, is, it, is it off limits for men to wear cosmetic enhancements, you know, for their face or for their hair, like um, guy liner, <laughs> hair plugs, so things of that nature? <laughs> wow. Uh, I know I wouldn't be wearing it you know, and and uh, uh, guideline and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the hair thing, I mean, I know some guys out there, um, in fact, we knew one that we used to hang out with, you know, he was going ball and he decided to go, you know, get his hair, you know, put back in or what have you. He went to one, I think he went to the hair club in Atlanta or something and he got his hair put back. I mean, and that's, you know, you know, like I said earlier, me and the women both have something that they don't like. You know, everybody has something they don't like about their body that they wish it could change. It's just a matter of whether you want to, if you want to take it that far or not. You know, and that's really up to the individual. Um, we see it all the time in, in today's time, and I think it's more, you know, of a social society type deal where, you know, you don't feel comfortable. I mean, that's why you have New Year's resolutions. You want to, you know, some some people want to, you know, they say they're going to get in the gym and start working out so they can make themselves look better. Um, you know, it starts right there. And then, you know, you know, like I said, infomercials, things of that nature. And, you know, it, you're starting to see more on the guy side of things, too, in today's time. I mean, we see, you know, you, all you have to do is turn TV on and watch the news. And you see guys, you know, putting on makeup, putting on, you know, doing hair, whatever, you know, trying to make themselves look better. Um, there's there's prosthetics um, for the chest for guys um, and things of that nature. I mean, there's so much stuff out there to you know to the point now where I mean, every, everybody's getting a piece of the pie. Everybody's getting involved, um, trying to you know in the craze, trying to stay looking younger and all that. And you know, to each his own. Everybody has their own style and own way of doing things. And I don't knock it regardless whether you're a man or woman. You do whatever you want because, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, you want to be happy with, you know, what you look like. And if you feel that surgery is a requirement or, you know, hair is a requirement or makeup is a requirement or all the above, it doesn't matter. I mean, there are guys that are going out there getting pedicures and, and, and you know, manicures too. I mean, so – each their own. Everybody has their own style and own way of doing things. I just don't knock it, you know. But if it's not for me, that's one thing, you know. And it, that doesn't mean I'm a not what you do, you know. That's what you want to do, and that's fine. So, you know. But there's a lot out there for for any individual, you know, from a health standpoint or whatever, whatever they decide that they want to do with themselves. It's their choice. 
And if you feel that, you know, you don't like something about yourself and you want to make, make that change, by all means, do it. All right. Crystal, how do you feel about dye liner, hair plugs, and, you know, guys getting cosmetic enhancements? Well, um, for me personally, I'm not that really into it um, as far as me being attracted to them. But if they want to do that and they feel like that's something they need to do, then that's fine. You know, I mean, you know, with the hair, um, as long as it looks natural, again, kind of going back to the women, as long as it looks natural, that's fine with me, personally. Um, with some of the other enhancements, too bad they don't have the the penis enhancement. Oh, my God, that would be a ground-breaking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're working on it 24-7. Oh, I'm sure they are. Unfortunately, they haven't figured it out yet. But, um, you know, every woman is waiting for that day, just like every guy is. But anyway, um, the, you know, I mean, like we've seen, like you posted something the other week about a guy who got in their hair done a little, you know, he put on, a, like I guess, a, a mullet or whatever. I mean, not a mullet, but that's <laughs> <laughs> some sort of. But you know, hey, what it because when you look at those pictures, they do look a hell of a lot younger, or they look more at their age. Because some guys who they bald early, you know, it's just a genetic. It has nothing to do yeah. with anything else. It's just they can't help that. So they they bald early, and they're in their twenties or thirties. And it's unfortunate because they it ages them, you know, and they really they're not the age that they look. They're ten years younger. So I think that for what definitely is something that if they wanted to add that, they didn't want to go bald all the way. They just wanted to do something to make themselves look. I remember I was watching the movie Annie, the newest one with the with um. Oh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Thank you. Jamie Foxx. And he, in the movie, he had a kind of a, like a wig on because it was like a full wig. But it looked so natural. <laughs> it was amazing. And I was like, oh, my God. And But, of course, I'm sure it cost thousands of dollars in order to get yeah. that look. But, you know, hey. It made him look a lot younger and a lot more polished. And there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that if a guy wanted to do that. You know. Um, so, I mean, I think if it was as great as the one that, you know, Jamie wore in Annie, I wouldn't care either. But some of the ones are, you know, are really ridiculous. Just like some of the women's are, are really ridiculous. But, um Again, it goes back to whatever makes you feel good about yourself is the key. And if that makes you feel good about yourself, then I think you do it. Okay. All right, and it appears that um, most women don't really care. Um, Gwen chimed in again from Mississippi. She says, I grew up in the age of hair bands. I was never bothered by eyeliners on the guys. However, that's changed over the last several years. And some men, hetero and homosexual, wear makeup like women do. It's not my preference, but to each their own. 
Um, Amy Michelle chimed in from Jackson, and she says, I saw a calf implant one time. That was ridiculous. Get those plugs, wear your guy liners, grow out your hair, but don't get implants. So I guess she's saying that's taking things too far. And, um, you know, to each their own, I guess. Uh, I Yeah, the guy liner thing, I... Yeah, I mean that's 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 nothing I could ever do. But if you want the smoky Johnny Depp look, then you know, do you? There's <laughs> going to be someone out there who appreciates it. There's going to be someone out there who appreciates it, you know. But all right, uh, tomorrow zone coverage 9 p.m. talking about the Klitschko Joshua fight, pre- previewing the Caesar Chavez Canelo Alvarez fight this coming Saturday, and we'll talk about the NFL draft. Uh, it's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be right back here next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, and probably going to discuss why people are saying no to marriage, um, especially guys. So that's where I think I'm going next Tuesday. Don't, don't hold me to that right now, but I think we're going to discuss why people, especially guys, are saying no to marriage these days. That's on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Go to TalkToQ.com to get more information and sign up for my email newsletter and follow me on Twitter at the Q. And had great participation on the tweet chat tonight. Um, I appreciate uh, Shamika Michelle and Chanel Strange for chiming in. And Shamika Michelle has a book called Keep It Naked which is on um, Amazon. It's a naked girl's guide to live life authentically. Seems pretty interesting if you want to check that out. And my thanks to the people on um, Facebook who chimed in, Gwen, um, Amy, Tina, Sheila, Lachiqua, a bunch of people that chimed in on Facebook. Thanks for that. So final thoughts. And um, Buck, I'll start with you because I'm pretty sure Crystal may have a lot to wrap up. So I'll start with you. Your final thoughts on, you know, okay. do people really care about makeup and hair weave? Well, I mean, it, you know, great show. I mean, a lot of good feedback, um, as always. Um, glad to hear all the input, you know, especially what Crystal had to say. Um, always informative. Um, everybody has their own choices to make when it comes to makeup, whether you're a girl or a guy. And, you know, I, I've stressed the fact that, you know, everybody has something that they don't like about themselves. And in today's in today's age, there's more out there than ever before uh, for enhancements on both sides. Um, from, you know, there's new teeth enhancements. There's, there's new whatever enhancement that you really want to, you know, look at. Um, there's, there's a lot out there. Now, with that being said, it doesn't all work either. Um, you have when you, when you want to make a change um, with your body, you have to take that into consideration as well. Um, whether you're correcting an injury, whether you're you know just trying to enhance yourself to make yourself look you know in your opinion better, um, to make you feel better with the way you look and the way people perceive you, by all means go for it because you know ultimately you're the one that has to be happy about it. I don't knock anybody's, you know, choices in life when it comes to that because I don't judge. But at the same time, you have to be mindful of what, you know, what the, what the complicate, what any complications that may become of this. 
um, or whether you get obsessed with it um, to the point to where you just, you know, disfigure yourself. But everybody has a choice to make when it comes to all the cosmetic stuff that's out there um, and to each his own. I mean, there's a lot out there for you to choose from. But just make sure you do your due diligence when it comes to any of the, the makeups uh, or any of the additions you plan on making to yourself. Um, make sure you know what some of the side effects may be and those types of things. You know, keep that in mind um, because, you know, sometimes if it's not broke, don't fix it. But, it, you know, just, you know, start little first before you take a real huge swing um, because, in all, and to me, in all honesty, you know, God made you right the first time. So, you know, try to stick with that as best you can. But we all want to. We all are trying to stay younger, longer, and you know, look better, look, look better, younger, longer, and all those kind of things. And there's a lot out there to help you with that. But just make sure you be careful and do your due diligence. You know, when going to make changes to yourself. But great show. As always, enjoyed all the the feedback as always, and glad we had so much participation on Twitter and Facebook. And everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you very much, show sir. Very much appreciate it. And Crystal, shut it down for me, bro. For me, please. Well, okay. First of all, I like to say, <laughs> still love you, Buck. Even though you know you hate us black women, that's okay. Um, also, <laughs> love you, Crystal. Always, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know you can. Anyway, uh, I love you. Mhm, mhm. But you know, we, as far as you know, the weaves and the makeup. I mean, women have been adorning themselves for centuries. Um, I, I always like to take it back to Egyptians completely adorn themselves and their hair and their braids. I mean, that that was who we were, you know, and it's still who we are today, and, you know, as African women and into, you know, American women. I mean, it's just a female thing, quite frankly. I mean, we want to be beautiful and we love jewelry and we love being um, beautiful as far as our looks, our our clothes, you know, girly or whatever. And not every woman is like that, sure. And, you know, you may have plenty of women who don't want to do that for religious reasons or all kinds of reasons, you know. But that doesn't mean that um, that just because you, you do that or you decide you want to be as beautiful as you can be in your eyes that you're some sort of person who is trying to be what what you're not that is who you are and I don't think that just because someone has no makeup on and has quote unquote natural hair that that means that they are totally down to earth and wonderful God fearing people no Okay, that not all of them are that. I'm serious. Because I don't think there's I think on the flip side of that is if you choose to be that person and you're not that person but you're trying to fit in to whatever culture or whatever 
you know, um, ideology you think that you're supposed to be, and that's not, and you really want to be pretty, or not that those people aren't pretty, but you really want nails, or you want to be girly, or you want to dress nice, and you want to do whatever, you want to do all those things, but you don't, or you can't, because of your, you know, religious beliefs, or culture, or whatever, but you want that, then you're not being who you are. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being who you are as someone who is is glamorous. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody, I mean, it's always made up to be this evil thing because people are attracted to you, then you must be evil. You know, I think they did this in the Salem witch trials, okay? For those of you who don't know what that was really all about, you need to look it up and do some research because that was all about fucking housewives who were pissed off that their husbands were sneaking around and sleeping with women who were not married. That's all that shit was about. So they decided to burn these motherfucking mistresses. (laughs) That is what the Salem witch trials were all about. Okay? So look it up. (laughs) so I can see how after that shit, a lot of women said, okay, I'm not going to wear any makeup. I'm going to wear black and white, and I'm just going to be good to my husband and, you know, take care of my kids. I'm not going to do anything else. I don't have to be burned at the stake. <laughs> All right. So um, so there it is. You know, look it up. Know your history, women. But anyway, uh, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, I think that for all of us, male, female, whether you are male and, you know, you are a member, not just the owner, but you're a member of of the hair club for men, there's nothing wrong with that. If that makes you feel better about who you are, I mean, life is short. Life is hard. Life sucks. People are idiots. And if you can look in the mirror and feel good about who you truly are, then I say whatever that takes to do that, then do it. And I say that for people on the outside of for its appearance is concerned, and I say it for people on the inside who are literally not living the lives that they want to live. You know, they're gay and they're trying to be straight for society or, you know, or, you know they want to be single and they have to be married or they just want to raise their children without being married or whatever the situation is. Be who you are, whatever makes you the most comfortable. That's what I am all about. So I don't care what it is. I don't care if you you think you're punk rock and you want to, you know, spike your hair and cut it off and have a mohawk and, you know, wear it pink and, you know, wear red lipstick and a tank top and you are at the gym and you're working out like a muscle man. I don't care. Good. If that makes you feel good and that's who you truly are, then that's what you should be. So, good show. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I miss some of the, the turn guys of, you know, Eminem and Ray, who probably would have totally destroyed me <laughs> and, you know, told me I was a slut and a whore, which Eminem would have loved. But, you know, Ray, you know, would have destroyed. But, you know, that's okay. It was good, actually, because I wanted you to hear what I had to say because really what I had to say was about being yourself and being who you are and owning who you are, and, and that's love, man. 
that's love. You just love yourself first. So I'm going to stop before I get the TikTok. <laughs> anyway, um, see you next week for the next Very week. good, ma'am. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate your contribution. Um, glad you are on the show uh, because, like, I've had many discussions with women about hair and makeup, and I'll admit my attitude has changed quite a bit on it. Um, you know, I can appreciate the women with the full eyebrows, saucy-looking lips, and full hair, but I'm also skeptical at times as well, you know, like, what does she look without it? You know, how does she look without it? Uh, you know, for every natural beauty that comes to mind, you know, you can think of two or three women who either wear cosmetic enhancements enhancements to cover their perfections or um, sometimes their cosmetic enhancements may have caused imperfections because, you know, it's maybe a, allergic to their skin or something like that. But And like me, there are a lot of guys out there who are a bit skeptical of someone who has, you know, more hair pieces and natural combs and brushes. But I'll be the first to tell you that education is the key to changing skepticism. The more that we as men learn, then the more we can understand exactly what we're seeing at times, especially black men, because we float in ignorance. And if you don't want know what I mean by I say we float ignorance, it's like a giant beach ball at a concert. You throw it up in the air and it just keeps going around and around and around. Um, and I do, though, for those who are doing, I do still have a problem for those who are doing more than just enhancing. It's a huge difference to me between enhancing and transforming. Now, if you put on makeup and you look like another person, then to me, that's just doing too much, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I know some people will disagree, but that's just how I feel. Uh, and that's the equivalent to me of like stuffing your bra or your pants with socks. I mean, what looks to be there isn't there at all. And I don't think any man wants to go home and tell his friend about how he accidentally went home with a Decepticon. You know, so I think you got to kind of, you know, draw the lines on certain things. But again, maybe I just need a little bit more education. But my thanks to the show legends, Buck, Crystal. My thanks to thecrystalshow.com. Check out um, the podcast and blog and also get a hold of one of Crystal's books at thecrystalshow.com. You can go through there. Uh, thanks to Kaya and her song, Games. Check her out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Kaya Music NY. She's also on Instagram at instagram.com Kaya Music. And I'll put links on my website if you want to check her out along with her YouTube channel. Everyone have a great night. We will catch you all tomorrow for zone coverage. And next week on T2Q, we'll discuss why some guys are saying no to marriage and, you know, some women too as well. Peace out. Good night. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Well, let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? 
I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out. <laughs>